This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we're doing a podcast. Why the hell not? What's up, Al Duke? Oh, hi, Jerry. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's nice being here. Uh, Jerry, I saw, I follow, uh, you know, singer-guitarist John Mayer? Yes. Oh, I follow him on Twitter only because... Uh, really? Yeah, my cousin Vicky uh, kept uh, retweeting some of his things. He's actually quite amusing on Twitter and somebody who uses the medium the way I like it, Jerry, meaning they're not promoting stuff. They're just writing fun, funny observations. Right. Well, he's also playing uh, with the Grateful Dead as part of Dead & Company, right? Well, he just had emergency appendectomy. Oh, what is that exactly? That is when your appendix burst and they have to uh, get in there um, and get it out. How does your appendix Emergency. burst? Like, I don't what, know. What are the causes of that? I don't know. I can tell you that uh, my buddy Steve had it a couple of years ago, and I can tell you that it's just uh, the pain is so unrelenting that you go to the hospital. Like, that's right. how bad it is. But I was talking with Bobby Dwyer in the back who works here on the program. Uh, he brought this up to me, but I thought, great point by Bobby Dwyer. When you hear a story like John Mayer going for an emergency appendectomy, you always hear as part of the story, if he didn't get to the hospital, he would have died. died. right? But have you ever really heard of somebody dying from an appendectomy or not, or from their appendix bursting? I haven't. I don't. I, why would you? Well, because I guess... Only I guess, if you know someone that... It, I did. I guess the pain is so intense that you do go to the hospital. When you look in the obituary, does it yeah. give you the cause of death? I thought it did. It does not. Really? It does not. Most people will not write an obituary with the cause of death. Is that right? Correct. So unless you know someone personally that died from that. Oh, wouldn't be reported. You wouldn't know. So maybe when we see a death of a younger person uh, without a cause of death, that's what it is. What is it from? Um, Appendectomy. Good luck spelling that. We're right this, burst. Jerry. Appendix burst. Let's see. Bad scene when that happens. My friend was said he was curled up in the fetal position yelling on the floor of his bedroom. And that's when his wife said, time to go to the hospital. I wonder if that happened to John Mayer. He must have been on the road with the Grateful Dead, Dead & Company, when that happened to him. Hmm. Got to be careful, Jerry. It would say... Mm-hmm. It does not give a number. Okay. But it says it absolutely can be fatal. Fatal. Yeah, because uh, if it bursts, it's like poison in your in your insides. Right. That's exactly no right. Good. You never want poison on your insides, Jerry. Uh, no, you don't want poison, period. That's what they say. Wow. It's bad stuff reading nope. about this. No poison on your insides. It's no, I mean, it's no joke. No. 
How about this? All right. So in 2015, yes, there were 11 million cases of appendicitis. 11 million. In 2015 only, mm-hmm. there were 50,000 deaths. Really? Due to appendicitis. Hmm. Each year. Yes. More than, all right, that, that's fine. Wow, that's, that's a lot of people. A lot of people. So uh, it does happen. I bet you people listening to this, Jerry, know somebody who had that. And if you don't, just pretend you know John Mayer. Right, exactly. (laughs) Oh, I know John Mayer, and that happened to him. All right, Jerry, how about this one? I saw this on TMZ today. Right. Uh, Tupac Shakur's ex-girlfriend. By the way. Yes. Before we get on. All right. We're still on the appendicitis. I am, because this would concern me. I know your doctor tell you it's all good. Yes. When you're backed up with stool. Right. Is that poop? No, it's a chair in your body. Oh, okay. When you're backed up with stool or poop, got it, your appendix can be blocked, which is what causes the infection, which causes the swelling, which can cause the burst. Is that right? Yes. So you might want to rethink the twice a week routine. Pooping? Yes. This is a true story. Oh, boy. And I may have shared this with you. Well, that was a true story, too. Yes. Those are facts. Facts. This is a true story, which I may have shared with you before. When I was uh, 16 and I started working at the drug fair, it's a drugstore. It was like, it's like a CVS, but uh, they don't exist anymore. But uh, it was like a CVS, a Rite Aid, a Walgreens, if you will, Jerry. Right. It's called drug fair. Yeah, yeah, I used to have one by me. Okay. A uh, guy came in one time and said to me, I was, uh, I was sweeping up, and he said, uh, excuse me, can you uh, point me to which aisle the stool softener is? And I had never heard poop referred to a stool so in How my old are you, 16 i was 16 so in my head i was like what could this guy possibly be looking for right and i legitimately swear to you i thought he needed something some sort of product to soften a wooden stool that he had in his home yeah i believe it and i sent him to the hardware aisle. you idiot <laughs> yeah uh, it That's was not funny. there. It was not in the hardware. No, room. I'm sure it wasn't. Stool softener. That's awesome. Uh, Tupac Shakur's ex-girlfriend, you know, he, he's passed away, at, uh, Jerry. Long time ago now. Oh, quite a while ago now. Uh, she is auctioning off or selling a photograph that she took of his genitals. First of all, how can you even prove that? That it's his genitals? Yes. The photo was taken... At a 1990 house party in Marin County. I mean, is this in bad taste or what? According to this TMZ article, uh, Tupac would frequently try and shock his pals by exposing his penis. On this particular night, TMZ continues, we're told Tupac's girlfriend at the time threatened to snap a photo if he didn't cover up. Of course, he didn't back down and she took the photo. She's privately selling the photo for $7,500. Why? She just broke? A rock and roll auction house is accepting bids. She says if she can't get the asking price of $7,500, she will let it go to the highest bidder. You must be desperate, huh? Yeah. Would you be interested in hanging that in your home? Probably not. Based on that reaction, I'm going to say you're not interested in this. Are you you going to get it and blow it up and put it in your living room? I would not. I did see TMZ had the picture with uh, 
a black bar going across. I still would like to know how we know it is what she's saying it is. I guess uh, what this happened quite frequently, that it was a known so? thing. So? You're going to tell me his thing was so unique looking that she can prove it was him? Oh, that's a no. great that's a great point, Jerry. She can't. She probably can not. 500 bucks are the highest bidder. Yeah. Get out of here. You would say as Mike would say get lost. Get lost. Get lost. Clam up. Clam up. Saw this, Jerry. Um Instagram is going to bat for endangered animals. Okay. Against animal cruelty, if you will, Jerry. Oh, good. That's fine. Instagram, they're trying to stop people from taking animal selfies with animals in the wild. Okay. Now, these aren't... Uh, I actually have never seen a lion take a picture of himself. Have you? No, this these would be uh, people Oh. who go... And it's not really going into the wild. Let me explain. So someone goes on a trip to uh, a foreign country. And in that foreign country, they may have tigers where they've removed the teeth and removed the claws so that you can take a picture with this animal so that you could then Instagram it. That's awful. And they're saying it's uh, animal cruelty because of the way that these countries are treating these animals in captivity just so that tourists can pay to have a selfie with them. For example, the hashtag, uh, where's the funny, not funny, uh, hashtag sloth selfie. Hashtag koala selfie. So now what Instagram is doing is if you're starting to use these hashtags with these animal selfies, a warning is coming up and saying, hey, just so you know, these animals are probably being mistreated in order for you to get this selfie. Just so you are aware. Where are you? But Instagram I, wants you, you to know. Where are you getting these pictures from? Like you're going where? If you go to Africa right. and you take a safari, I'm pretty sure right. you're not just going to run into a toothless lion. Right, but just like you might go uh, to a foreign country and maybe they're selling, uh, you know, you've seen like, uh, even if you go to Florida, they're selling alligator heads, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so in a store like that in a foreign country, oh, they would have they might the have, animal. Hey, we have a koala bear here. It's uh, $10 for a selfie. Totally get it. All with right. the koala bear. Got it. Instagram just is, they're setting it up. So if you use one of those hashtags that have become very popular, they've exploded nearly 300%, Jerry. I wonder if a place we did like a, Costa Rica does this. I wonder if we did a selfie picture with like someone, like a person behind us, and we mocked them and called them, you know, a sloth. Sloth. And we hashtagged it with, with Instagram just because of the hashtag. Yes. Send out an automatic I warning bet. to us. I bet so. It'd be funny. Yes. If you took a picture with me and did hashtag sloth selfie. Right. Yeah. That'd be funny. That'd we probably, that. probably uh, pop up. Of course, people would call me angry and being mean to you, so I can't do that. Right. So the World Wildlife Fund is behind the, uh, trying to help these animals. All right. Well, that's good, I guess. Quote, they can be kept in poor conditions by people who are just trying to make a buck. <laughs> Isn't everybody trying to make a buck? Yes. Terrible. They are very costly to keep safe and to feed, and they end up being disposed of, sometimes being killed for their body parts, these animals. Ah. Tiger selfies, another one, Jerry. So just be careful. No one cares to see you with a wild animal. You know what I do see on Instagram, though, sometimes, Jerry? Pictures of beautiful watches. And I'm always caught off guard at first. I'm like, what a beautiful watch. 
it's always a movement watch, Jerry. Your transitions are seamless. Yeah. They advertise on Instagram is where I first saw them. Mm -hmm. And I said, I must tell people about this on the podcast as well. And the timing of you telling people on the podcast right now. Yeah. Al is brilliant. You know why? Why is this, Jerry? Because the holidays are right around the corner. Yes. uh, Later this month, we're going to be hit with the holidays. We are. And it's oftentimes hard to try to figure out what to get somebody. Holiday shopping is so tough. Very tough, Jerry. But not with movement. It's not with movement watches. They have watches for both men and women. Yes, they do. And here's the thing. You don't have to go to the mall. The mall sucks. <laughs> Plus, when you go to the mall, what you're really paying for when you buy a product there is uh, not only the product, but you're paying the really the person's rent yeah. who's renting the store rent, to sell you the item. payroll, everything. The internet is free, Jerry. Inventory. So Movement Watch has a beautiful website set up, which is very easy to maneuver around there and find the perfect watch for you, for a loved one, for a man, for a woman, for your friend. You know what's great, too? What's that, Jerry? Mo- movement Watches, mm-hmm. Al, start at $95. Oh, that if seems If you reasonable. went to where the mall sucks, right. as you say, you'd be looking at four to 500 bucks. Right. But not at Movement. They're cheaper, you say? They're affordable, and they're awesome. You're saying, Jerry, classic design, quality construction, and the stylized minimalism? Is that what you were trying to say? I was going, yeah, that's pretty much where I was going. Do you know these dudes who started Movement Watches? They've sold over 1 million watches in over 160 countries. And when they go to those countries to promote their Movement Watches, they do not take selfies with wild animals. Nor should they. Right. But you know what they do? What's that, Jerry? They'll give you 15% off. Oh. And they'll give you free shipping. All right, that and I like. And free returns, oh. not that you're going to need it, okay, by the way. Okay, but if you did, by chance. And how do you do that? Where do you go? MVMT.com slash postgame. Oh, MVMT.com slash postgame. Now's the time to step up your watch game. Join the movement. Jerry, there's a uh, game you can play during this holiday season. Beer pong. Uh, well, I suppose you could play that uh, anytime, really. That's more of a summer thing, I Monopoly. feel Monopoly. Like. Well, that is year-round. Great point. But, uh, Bowling. This is, no, Jerry, this is specific to the Christmas holiday season. It's called Wham-Ageddon. 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 Okay, I don't know what that means. The rules right. are simple, Jerry. From now until December 24th, Okay. you avoid hearing the Christmas song, Last, Last Christmas, Christmas by Wham. You, yeah, I know that song. All right. How do you avoid it? If you're listening to the radio and it comes on, it's on. You got to avoid the radio. You got to be careful. Uh, it's really like a, a lottery game. You go into a local CVS and it's on. That counts as you hearing Wham's Who's Last Christmas. keeping tabs on what I'm listening to. Well, it's an honest, uh, it's a game of honesty. Right, which is why it'll never work. Uh, when you do hear the song and you lose, you go on the Whamageddon Facebook page and essentially say that you're out of the contest. And they want to see if anyone can go through. So if you can remember, Jerry, let me know if you are able to go the rest of the holiday season without hearing Wham's uh, last Christmas. I know you're essentially taking off the rest of December. So when we get back in January and it's the Boomer and Giannotti show. Oh, Boomer and Giannotti. Make sure that you ask me and I'll let you know. I'm sure that there's no way I'm going to get through it because... For Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, when we're where we at, where we are at, where we at, there will be music on, and I will have no control over, and okay. that song will come on. So you'll probably hear it. So you can ask Giannotti. Maybe he went the whole holiday season without hearing it. Okay. Maybe Boomer. But here's the thing: if you're not 
Like you're aware of it right now, Jerry. So right. it's top of mind. So these guys are not going to know whether they heard last Christmas or not. They'll lie. And mm. I can't have liars. I don't think so. Well, people do lie, like rugs. That is true. Yeah. Well, you I think like you can rug. go the holiday season without that song? Probably not. Of course not. It's impossible. I, like, I enjoy Christmas music. Like, yeah, I will I put it, it on. I don't mind. I don't love it, but I don't mind it. I like I the li- Chipmunk song. I like the Grinch song. I like, you know. Do you like a rock Christmas? Like, rock music. Like, Twisted Christmas? Christmas? Well, like, you know, well, just there's various rock bands versions of Christmas songs. I suppose. I like the classic ones, to be honest. Really? Yeah. The more pop ones. Yes. Old school. The waitress one is good. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas right, wrapping, they call that right, one. Right, that's the waitresses. That's the waitresses, yeah. I like that one. Okay, that's a good one. You know, I like the classics. Okay. Now. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, that's a good one. The white Bing Crosby? Uh, not, I'm not sure. I'm sure many people have done White Christmas. I think Christmas. it's Bing Crosby. It's very rare that you get a new Christmas song. Mariah Carey did it very successfully about 15 years ago. Uh, actually, Mariah Carey's Christmas song, uh, Christmas With You, I think it's called, Yeah, is the most popular played Christmas song at Christmas. Is that true? Yeah. So I she, just she read did that. it? She did it. Adam Sandler did it. Uh, what did he do? Didn't he do the Hanukkah song? Hanukkah song, right. So he came up with a holiday song that was new and fresh. That was new. No one else was doing no, uh, so Hanukkah that was songs. good. That was terrific. Right? Mm-hmm. John Lennon. Uh, Happy Christmas, War mm-hmm. is uh, Over. That was a That's new a good one. Yep. Well, it was new at the time. New it's at the time, yeah. It's been a number of years, Not Jerry. Bing Crosby time. Right. 1970s. That's fair. But, like, even groups like Weezer have a Christmas song or I two. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. If you go on Spotify or Pandora or whatever, you can look up the uh, Rock Christmas uh, playlist. Well, you know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we commute now every day, Al. We do. Would you like to listen to rock Christmas music on oh, home today? Uh, all right. Oh, re- I was kidding, really? Oh, oh then so was I, Jerry. I don't really <laughs> want to hear it. Jerry, the warm-up show is next. It was quite good today. It was a good one today. It was good. I was fired up. Fired I'll, up, Jerry? I'll tell you what. I was yeah. tired this morning. You are. Jackie, our makeup girl, gave me some ridiculous green tea frozen drink with coffee and whipped cream. From Starbucks. It looked very sugary. It was awesome. Yeah, probably was like, I didn't want to bust, burst your bubble when she handed it to you. You looked very happy to get this treat. Because I was tired, and I thought, sugar. In my head, I was like, there's 54 grams of sugar right there in a, probably, in a cup. But I got to tell you, I felt like I was shot out of a cannon after You were all right it. after that. Okay. I felt good. All right, fair so enough. Fair that's enough. the way it goes. I got to go. Warm up next. to. <laughs> It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Hey, what do you say? Good morning. We're brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Al Dukes, what is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, well, the Eli Manning stuff continues to be uh, in the news, and again? I blame yeah, and I blame one guy. Me too. Arch. Oh, I was gonna blame. Somebody else. I blame his father. You just call him Arch now? Yeah. What's up, Arch? Does this guy ever not grant an interview? How about this? How about we stop asking? He's becoming LeVar Ball or whatever the Ball he father's is name Manning. is. Well, no, 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 no. They're no, chasing no. him down constantly. They're chasing LeVar Ball down because he's got a big mouth. Archie might have a big mouth, but he's got two big football players if to I back was, it up. If I was Eli Manning, I'd either 
hit my old man up with a text message or maybe a quick phoner and say, So what time is Archie on today? Could you zip your lip <laughs> about my situation so I'm not in the papers every single day? Or on the back page. Or the back page. Yeah, I know enough. Are we That's getting like, Archie on today? I would not put him on, Jerry. We'll have him on at Super Bowl, I'm sure. There you go. He wanders over every year. Pushing some product. Yeah. You there exactly. <laughs> First of all, we go to him like he's some sort of quarterback expert. He wasn't so great himself when he was quarterback. He actually was pretty oh, good. He was on some scrub he was on teams. Some bad teams. Yeah. Uh but oh with the constant, what would Eli think about it? Well Yeah. I don't think he's formed any opinion about next year. Well, so you have no information. <laughs> this is what I would say. Uh go ask Eli. He's on with Mike every week. He's available to the media. He'll be in front of the media today, right? Wednesday. He'll be in or front is it of tomorrow. The... Mm, not sure. I, I think today, uh, because they were talking about uh, Spags, Jerry. Well, no, no, Spagnola speaks today. Oh, he speaks today. But the quarterbacks have one specific day, and so summer Wednesday, summer Thursday. I don't know why. I feel like Eli's Thursday, but we'll find out. It's today or tomorrow. And I get that Eli generally gives you no real answers other than talking circles. That's what Archie's doing too. But everyone's at TMZ's running him down. Every he's a very busy man. Every sports talk show's having him Where's on. Peyton, how can we have an order from him? He doesn't talk. He doesn't. Got he it. just talks through Archie and sells pizza. Oh, you do not want to see these text messages I've gotten from Peyton. Yeah, give us something interesting <laughs> if you're going to be do. out there yelling about your sons all day long. <laughs> uh, then uh, someone uh, ran down John Gruden. Well. Yeah, Monday Night Football. <laughs> oh, Monday Night Football ran him down, Jerry, in front of microphones. Are you talking about his interest in if Eli would stay? Yes, Jerry. Yeah, he said that, I think, during the broadcast. Oh, I see. So there wasn't a TMZ so reporter. tracked him down. Okay, I would know about millions. I've seen those ratings for Monday Night Football. Hundreds of thousands. Upwards of thousands of people <laughs> must have heard that. Um, yeah, they, the slings and arrows it, on a Wednesday morning. He said he would be interested in the Giants if Eli stays. Right. Well, but this is what we've talked about. Makes sense. Veteran quarterback, veteran coach probably doesn't want to go in and groom a 19-year-old quarterback or a 20-year-old quarterback. And I was thinking back on Mr. Gruden's career. He loves an old, washed-up quarterback. So this would be perfect situation he for him. He loves old and washed up? Yeah. He had Rich Gannon in uh, Oakland. Right. He won a Super Bowl with Brad freaking Johnson. Yes. He also had the most dominant defense that you does could help. ever imagine. Right. But I, he does. That is a guy who loves an old quarterback. Yeah. Well, he won with them. Well, because he just has them do small. He likes it. Jerry, he likes a smart Don't veteran. Don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. And it worked. Worked in Baltimore. Not for him, but it worked in Baltimore, right, with Trent Dilfer. Right, Trent Dilfer. Amazing defense. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, think about that. Pretty good. Think about some of those quarterbacks, Jerry, who've won Super Bowls. We just named two of them. I can't think of another one, but those two out of... <laughs> 50 Super Bowls, sure whatever we've had. I'm another 30 seconds, you'd come up with a couple. Okay, perhaps. Uh, and then my favorite story from yesterday, Jerry, and a man I can relate to, although my deli meat is turkey. Oh. Doug, you actually can't relate to this guy. I can relate. No, no, you can't. I feel like I know him. Let me ask you something. Doug Marone. If you're turkey, yeah. and I know, I know you love nothing more than a boar's head turkey sandwich. I like a turkey on a... On a sandwich so thin. Let's say, geez, let's say you got your one pound of turkey. Yes, sir. And a week later, oh, there's three slices left. I'm going to make a turkey sandwich. But you opened it up, and like every processed meat cold cut, it was slimy and filmy. What would you do with it? Well, 
Uh, I don't care for slimy and filmy. Would you fry it and lunch eat it? meats? I would not. Well, that's what Doug Marone does. But he does that with his bologna. deli meat is bologna. Right. And he says he has a ritual after every game, win or lose. He eats a bologna sandwich by himself. And did you see how much he puts on the sandwich? I did not see that. About half a pound. Half a pound. The more bologna, the better. He eats bologna with American cheese on white bread. Right. With a spicy mustard. And so because of all this. Yeah. They are sending, uh, I'm trying to think what the name of it is. I wrote it down, so you got to give me a minute. But they, they are going to send 350 pounds of bologna. That seems excessive. Why? Because that, that like they're sending bologna as a goof to him. It's not a goof because well, it's I'm, wrapped. Right, but a man is not going to, where are you going to store 350 pounds of bologna? So the Beef Checkoff and National Hot Dog and Sausage Council yeah. are the ones that are doing this. Might even be a spokesperson. They're sending him a... Uh, bologna boy. Logs of bologna? Yes. He's getting 100 logs of bologna. They're all three and a half pounds. When I Slimy see that, and filmy, I, I get annoyed by that. Why? Because it, it's a gimmick. They're doing it to be hilarious. Right. Send it. To, I don't want to be all Al. Oh, here we go. The social. Here we go. The social. Um, what do you call it? Send that to the. Send that to the. Like, social conscious. Hey, we're going to send in. In. Lou of uh, sending Doug Marone 350 pounds of bologna. We're going to send it to the uh, shelters in the area. How do you know they're not? Because this sounds like they're not. It sounds like they're. <laughs> but you don't know what sounds they're doing. Like they want a hilarious uh, photo op of just bologna logs coming off of a truck. Yeah, I want to sell more bologna. And Could then you, you sing just... the bologna song right now, the Oscar Mayer song. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't recall those lyrics. My bologna hat. You couldn't do that. Has a first name. It's B. It's M E Y E R. That's the second name. That's second the, that's name. The, that's the last name. I do last names first. <laughs> you have an answer for everything. <laughs> and he has it with a glass of milk, which is disgusting. Why is that? Again, you should not be drinking who milk. Who the hell are you to tell someone how to eat what they like? As an adult. He's Al Dukes. He tells people all the time. Yeah, I know. Actually, I do know that. As that's an true. adult, you should not be having milk with a meal. Why? Because that's what children drink. No, that's what anybody who wants to drink milk drinks. You s- Bologna. And I'm the snarky one. And I mean, milk. give me a break. He can have bologna and grapefruit juice if he wants. Who cares? Oh, hi, How woman did... I'm sleeping with. Do you really want that cheeseburger? Maybe some salmon. <laughs> well, that's Hello. a lovely way to say things. That's well, true. Look at this one. Quote from Doug Marone. I bet you I can be the bologna-eating champion of the world. I bet you I've eaten more bologna than anyone in this world. He, he might have. <laughs> His well, he's about to. He's getting 350 pounds of it. His arteries must look awesome. Yeah. Ugh. He goes to the doctor be like, mm, I saw an article about you eating nothing but bologna sandwiches. Oh, he's up on that. Cut back. But just a, now, what if you, you did see, it after wins? Did you see the story on uh, Miles Mikolas? Miles Mikolas. Who is this now? <laughs> so that's a no. How did you miss this? this Miles right Mikolas? So we go from... The Baloney King yeah. to the Lizard King. Did you not see this? I did story? not see this one, Jerry. The Lizard King is Jim Morrison from The Doors. He used so, to well, call no, himself no, no, that. No, no, no. The new Lizard King is Miles Mikolas. So he is a pitcher that the Cardinals signed. He just spent three years in Japan pitching. All right. And he uh, video has surfaced of him losing a bet in 2011 to where he had to eat a live lizard. Oh. So he is... I don't know if he named himself or his teammates named him the Lizard King. I wonder if he's getting 350 pounds of lizard scent. I'm more wondering if he drinks it with milk. Or has it with milk. Right. By himself. Or eats it with milk. After a game.
So you got the Lizard King, you've got the Baloney King. This All is right. what we call breaking it down. Break it down, Jerry. Yes. What else you got? Okay, I have one more before the break. Okay. Uh, Clinton Portis. I've heard of him. Uh, played for the Redskins, among uh, other teams, I I'm believe, sure. right? Broncos, I think he was on. Uh, yes. But he was ta- He was uh, being interviewed on a radio program, and he w- they're talking about uh, when uh, coaches lose the locker room. And he said that when he was with the Redskins, that Jim Zorn lost the locker room when coach Jim Zorn did not allow Clinton Portis and Santana Moss to take a shot of Hennessy <laughs> before the game as a tribute well, to Sean Taylor. Did it affect their performance? They claim no. Then I probably would have let it go. But he said, oh, it was lost the locker room. I mean, imagine this is what these coaches are up against yes, every I week. I can totally see that. Especially if you are a good player or one of the better players on the team and your performance is good, you leave my routine alone, and I'll right. leave your routine alone. I want to do a shot of Hennessy. You want to do a shot of Hennessy? You do a shot of Hennessy. What's your routine before the show? You do a shot of vodka? I, do, I eat a uh, banana. Then I have a uh, oatmeal with uh, maple syrup. By the way, everybody, this is every day. Then at about 7.20, I... bread, peanut powder. Well... What wow! That's I've what changed that up. I now I now eat a uh, fake peanut butter powder that I mix up and I put on a, a fiber one bar. Oh, now we're back to the fiber yeah. one bar because the wasa bread was in for a good solid. Yeah, year. my supermarket stopped carrying it. Oh, and then you got to make adjustments. Are you? What good do at I that? do? I'm not good at adjustments. That must have ruined your week. Yeah. No wasa bread. <laughs> What is a man? Why do? have the spot on the shelf for it then? <laughs> this portion is sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. You have enough things to worry about every day. Insurance shouldn't be one of them. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Back in a moment with Boomer on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. This portion is sponsored by your neighborhood ace and uh, well the Knicks will play later tonight the Rangers won last night the Devils won last night so we got a lot going on we'll talk more about the Giants Aaron Boone to be introduced later today as well this portion sponsored by your neighborhood ace ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks this Christmas wrap it in red at your local ace with gifts from brands like Weber Craftsman DeWalt Traeger Yeti and more only at ace the helpful place Al Dukes I have about eight seconds Uh, Everyone thought Jerry Reese penned an emotional letter because at the end he wrote, Go Giants. They go, oh, that's so emotional. Our big week of December. 